Fire Nation in the house. Johnny Dumas here, and welcome to episode 1382 of EO Fire, where I interview today's most inspiring and successful entrepreneurs seven days a week. In Fire Nation, our newsletter is simply the bomb. That is where I share our latest and greatest in the world of entrepreneurship. So simply head over to eofire.com to subscribe or just text the word EOFIRE to 33444. And now it's time to chat with today's featured guest, Mr. John Daniel Trask. JD, are you prepared to ignite? I'm always prepared to ignite, yes. man. <laughs> JD <laughs> is the co-founder and CEO of Raygun. Raygun is a software diagnostic and operational intelligent company with thousands of customers in more than 100 countries. He runs several businesses, has invested in many, and has a strong passion for technology and business. JD, take a minute and fill in the gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse of your personal life. Yeah, sure. I mean, I uh, was born into an entrepreneurial family. I, you know, I was the kid that was trying to hock off candy at high school to to make some money. I ran businesses to pay my way through university. Um, I've known since I was about the age of nine that I wanted to to run my own business and probably in the technology space. I, you know, I discovered computers and. To me, they just felt like a Lego kit with unlimited pieces with no uh, limits of physics applied. Um, It was just amazing to me. And so I've really just um, lived my life to date trying to uh, find ways to play play with business and technology every single day. And I've managed to achieve that. And so it's a, it's a great pleasure. So um, obviously, I sound a little bit different as well. So we're, we're based in New Zealand, and I've just relocated to Seattle with my wife to build out a uh, sales team and customer success team here for the company. So that's a little bit of my background in terms of the personal. Well, I love all of that. Welcome to the United States, JD. And during our little pre-interview chat, I was enjoying you saying that you moved to a place where there's summer all year round, or did you move from a place where there's summer? No, all year no, 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 I don't know. So, <laughs> I, I think a lot of people would argue Seattle is definitely not summer year round. Uh, but uh, being in the southern hemisphere in New Zealand, it's now going into their winter. So we've moved just in time to avoid their winter and just arrive here just as summer is uh, summer is turning up. It's been beautiful since we moved here a couple of months ago, and uh, so you know the, we, we've we've. So far, I'm going to have about a six-month summer, which is great. Well, I'm glad your expectations are in the right place. I was stationed at Fort Eustis, actually not Fort Eustis, Fort Lewis um, in Tacoma for quite some time. So I'm very familiar with the Washington weather, and it can be great, and it can be a little rainy. But you know, what's wrong with a little rain? I'm experiencing plenty of that down here in Puerto Rico, and sometimes it's nice to have an excuse to stay inside and get some work done. I couldn't agree more. When I was a kid, I loved it raining because, of course, I liked to play on the computer and right. I knew that if it rained, my parents wouldn't badger me to go outside. So, JD, you got a lot going on, but what I want to start off with is your revenue today. How do you make money to keep your entrepreneurial dream alive? My day job at Raygun, uh, our business is primarily a software as a service offering. Uh, we have several other revenue streams from legacy products, which have standard sort of annual contracts. Um, but our the the Raygun product um, just yeah is, is month by month and annual, but mostly month by month. Um, and so we provide that service to our customers, and our customers are other software teams around the world, big and small, from independent developers through to people like. Nordstrom and Box and guys like that. Now, this is a little out of the flow right here. I'm just kind of curious. 
Who's your avatar? Like, who is your perfect customer? I talk all the time on EO Fire about the power of knowing who your perfect customer, client, listener, reader might be. Do you have that person for Raygun? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's often a fatal mistake when you hear somebody say anybody could be a customer because right. you've still got to allocate your marketing and efforts towards the, the ideal customer. Our ideal customer is typically a, a software, we're a B2B product. Um, but it's a software company usually that's building a product. So the likes of, um, you know, say you're a five-person or more, five-person in terms of the engineering team or more in, in the product space um, is our ideal customer because our software is helping them diagnose software issues automatically and also helping them understand the performance of their software. So if that a little bit smaller than that, they might find that the the price is a little uncomfortable. Um, I mean, it only starts at 50 bucks, but still, if you're a one-man band, it's not much. And then the big customers, well, I like to have a lot of customers. So that's what we go for. And Fire Nation, just like JD had insinuated, now he can focus his marketing on areas that he knows are full of his target market, of his avatar, and he can have that conversation. He can target that conversation, and he knows that conversation because he knows his avatar, and that's such a powerful concept. Now, John, let's shift this to your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. Take us to that moment in time and tell us that story. Fortunately, it, it hasn't involved the ray gun business. It's been an investment that my business partner and I made in another startup a few years back. And um, we, we basically, so, so we've, we've invested in a handful of other businesses and, um, you know, usual sort of success spectrum, handful of successful ones, couple that sort of, you know, made your money back and a couple of failures. Um, and this one, we ultimately... Uh, sort of made our money back. But one of the issues that we ran into is that we hadn't really done enough due diligence around the integrity of the founder. And it was quite a subtle uh, sort of integrity issue. He wasn't obviously a bad guy. Um, but what we would find is that there'd be things like board meetings and he'd readily agree to everything and then leave the board meetings and operate completely differently to what we'd all just agreed in a board meeting. Um, and it really, I mean, it sounds comical, but literally it came to a head when I was leaving a meeting one day and he came out to see me by the, the elevator and he, and I said, well, you know, we have to show integrity in this situation. And he goes, yeah, but JD, what even is integrity? Oh. And I was like, oh, <laughs> um, so, so, um, so that was it was a good learning experience. I mean, you know, I read a lot, and I, I'm a big fan of the likes of Warren Buffett and that, which you know he extols a, a lot of stuff around the integrity, the reputation, and all of that. Well, the quote that I love there from Warren Buffett is, "It takes 20 years to build a reputation and 15 minutes to destroy it." Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And so that was that was the thing. There is, it was a bit more on the subtle side. Like I say, he wasn't a bad guy, but. It was just these little behavioral things where he would sort of nod and agree and then not, not actually be in agreement and then behave differently. And, and that's when we were like, this actually explains a lot of the issues we were facing in the startup. Um, and so that, I, I think, was probably our biggest, uh, well, our worst entrepreneurial moment, but it was also a key learning point. And I think that's the important thing. Anything that goes wrong, uh, my business partner is actually out here in Seattle at the moment visiting, and we were talking about this question um, previously. And 
you know, we were like, well, the, the issue is, is that oftentimes when something bad happens, a little bit of time goes past and you actually look back on it positively because you learned something or it turned out it wasn't as bad as you thought. Um, and so it, it was just a key learning point, really. Fire Nation, if you're hiring people on any kind of a quantity level, you're going to make hiring mistakes. There's just no answers for us about it. I mean, you want to hire slow and fire fast, but you're going to make these hiring mistakes. You just need to learn from them in the best way possible. There's a quote that I've heard many times, JD, I'm kind of curious if this is something that you resonate with. It's, fire somebody the first time you think about it. Now, for me, and I know for a lot of people listening, that probably sounds like it might be a little bit rash, but I'll tell you so many times I've had people come back and say, oh, if I had only fired X, Y, or Z the first time I thought about it, I would have saved them because then they would have been able to go off and do something better with their lives and find a better fit and myself and our company a, a better service. What are your thoughts on that? I would tend to agree uh, from the point of view that I think that's probably just a re-articulation of trust your gut. Um, by the time you're thinking that, it really is the whole like something's something's not right here. Um, having said that, um, I you know our business is headquartered in New Zealand, and New Zealand has some very strong um, employee protections, and and generally rightly so. It's it's very interesting at the moment being in the United States where. Frankly, there's almost no employee protections um, versus New Zealand, where it's almost impossible to fire somebody. Oh, wow. um, you know, so um, in a way, uh, because of our experience of building the company initially in New Zealand, our our default approach is always to try and work with people to to improve them. But ultimately, I think the the key point is that if somebody is not performing, um, it's you're right. It's often that they're actually just doing the wrong job. Um, you know, and sadly, a lot of people aren't introspective enough to to realize or take on board the feedback that maybe they should actually change their entire career because yeah. they're clearly just not. You know, it doesn't mean they're a bad person. That's what I hate about firing people is you actually really want to emphasize you're not necessarily very few people are actually malicious, but they're just not aligned with what it is they need to do for them and for the business. And that's where I've seen a lot of people successfully go, sit down and say, listen, we are going to sit down and we're going to have a discussion right now. This is where I feel like you're achieving good things. This is where I feel like you're coming up short. And these are goals that I want to set for you in the next three months that I want you to accomplish these goals and fix some of these deficiencies that I'm seeing within you and document all of this fire nation. And then three months from then, from then you sit down and you have that conversation again. And if you're able to show over six, nine, 12 months, that you're trying to work with this person and it's just not progressing at the level that it should be and the, they're not saying, hitting the goals that you're setting for them, then you can say, listen, you know, this is just not the right fit. There are other opportunities that are out there and you have that, not just hearsay like, yeah, I've mentioned it to this person or that person, but you can really do it the right way, best for your employee, for your business, for you, all the way around Fire Nation. It's, it's really a great way to grow the business and your employees the right way. Now, JD, you've had a lot of great examples where you've had some aha moments, some epiphanies. What's one of your greatest aha moments? Take us to that story. So Raygun, the company, was called Mindscape, and um, we built a product called Raygun, and it just took off on us. Uh, so we had these other products um, that we were selling, um, and then we built Raygun out of uh, partly a need, partly a, a problem space we'd seen both in our own company and previously in, in other businesses we were involved in. And we built this thing and effectively we moved from that annual sales story 
to the monthly uh, subscription model. And that just built a compounding revenue engine in our business. And we also just, you know, to be honest, we, I think we really nailed the product. The value proposition was was amazing. And we were literally in the market for, I think, four or five months before we got our first acquisition offer to buy the entire company just for the Raygun product. And that, you know, that was really a signal to us that we'd, we'd found some some gold in the hills and we needed to focus in on this product. And that's why we ultimately we changed the name of the company to Raygun. Um, and that product now just dwarfs everything else we we do. It's still growing like crazy. And so the aha moment there actually came in, in two parts. One was the business model where the a predictable revenue is just a godsend to an entrepreneur. When you actually have cash flow that you can rely on month after month and kind of know that it's going up every month, it's just, it's so liberating. And then secondly, um, I read this great book called Hooked um, a little while ago, and it's about building habit-forming products. And, you know, I read through this book and, and I was like, holy cow, we actually, without being overly aware of it, we basically implemented every single point that they made in this book in the Raygun product. Um, and that that probably drove some of that early adoption and remarkable success that we saw uh, with with the launch of it. So those were like, they're kind of coupled together, but there's actually kind of two aha moments in there. Yeah, two total aha moments. And what I love about this Fire Nation is people always are asking that question, how do I improve my marketing? The best answer is always going to be improve your product. If your product is as good as it can be, if you are always improving, iterating, if you're always working on that product, that service, that offering that you have, the marketing is going to take care of itself. That is going to happen. Now, another thing that I would like to talk about as well is you need to find strengths in yourself and your products and amplify that. Now, what did JD do? He found the strength within Raygun and he amplified that by cutting off the other baggage that was going to take time, energy, effort, and bandwidth. Another great company has done this as well. 37 Signals changed their name to Basecamp about a year, year and a half ago because they realized that was their core offering that resonated and the other things were just distractions. So what's the one thing that's working for you, Fire Nation, that you love, that you want to make better and amplify? Maybe you cut out some of the other things that are just really time drags when you really get down to bare bones. Now, that's my big takeaway, JD. In just one sentence, what do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from that story? Basically, focus is the key. I've never seen a scenario where you gave less focus and did better ever. <laughs> it's like, um, I mean, we have this strategy with Raygun where we, we were actually building out this platform of um, – uh, services for our customers around performance, error reporting, you know, these sorts of things. And it is actually in the back of my mind that while they're very complementary products and our customers are all begging for us to put all these things together, there is an element where you're actually going, well, it, we, we're not focusing on one tiny little niche anymore. Hmm. We're, we are opening it up a little bit more. Um, and so I'm sort of gauging the success of that as we go. But uh, focus is the key. Well, JD, my favorite word in the world is focus, and the acronym is follow one course until success. Fire Nation, you know I love it. And JD, what is your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? I really struggled with this question because there, yeah, there's a lot of weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, no, I, I think that one of the major problems that I've struggled with is I mentioned, you know, I like to live at the at the intersection of technology and business. And so I learned to write software when I was nine years old. And I've written software most of my life. I sold software at high school, built a software company. Obviously, in the early days, I would write software for the business as well. Um, and as we grew, it got to a point where I had to really make the decision to whether I wanted to keep writing the software or whether I wanted to properly be the CEO. It passed a certain level. You can't be the be everything to everyone. Um, and so you start having to say, okay, I'm, I'm not going to write code anymore, even though I really like writing code and I'm pretty good at it. But actually, it's better for the business. It's better for me to actually make this jump. And so learning to not feel guilty for not doing some things that I know I'd even be good at, thats that's been hard. Um, and I think all entrepreneurs in a way, as their businesses grow, come up, you know, come across these same challenges. You largely, as a company grows, you specialize more and more and more, right? And you, when you first start, everybody's wearing all the hats um, and you can feel quite guilty dealing with that. So I think that's been a weakness and that it's taken me quite a long time to get comfortable with that change. JD, what's your biggest strength? I think it's probably persistence coupled with learning. So I, you know, I I keep going at things. I just keep going, keep going, keep going. With the importance of being every time something doesn't quite work out, you know, self feedback loop, analyze it, go and talk with your um, sort of trusted advisors. And when I say trusted advisors, I don't mean these are people you necessarily are paying, but these are the the the, the, the elders, the wise elders, many of them not actually older than me, um, that you surround <laughs> yourself with and you know, you seek you seek counsel on those things before you go back to do it again. Um, that's probably my strength. What are you most fired up about right now? I am super fired up about cracking the uh, the US sales team. So, like I said, I've only been here about two and a half, three months now. Um, so that's real. That's a huge and exciting challenge. Um, and we're already starting to see some returns on that investment this early on, which is which is really great. And then, secondly, seeing what the um, the product team is working on and what we've sort of set as our roadmap for this year just has me, you know, just has me so excited because again I'm I'm a I'm an engineer I'm a nerd at heart and I'm seeing the stuff and I'm like you know what I really want to use that stuff out, uh, you know on our own products <laughs> um so those two things have me have me amping pretty hard at the moment what was the reason you chose Washington state it was several fold actually we have a really good relationship with Microsoft so we wanted to be close to them we wanted to make sure that we were on the west coast of the United States so that we had time zone overlap with the New Zealand team um, we wanted to be in a tech hub we do have a small office as well down near um, San Francisco and San Mateo um, but the uh, Seattle is just is just taking off I mean I can't even describe how much sort of uh, it's just blasting off in, in the tech sphere here. Uh, so we achieved that here. And then um, there's also slightly lower costs of being, well, arguably reasonably significant lower costs of being in Seattle versus San Francisco. Um, and then lastly, it also just came down to my wife and I traveled around. And you know what? We just think that yeah. Seattle is a beautiful city. It's gorgeous. It's, 
so much beautiful nature around. You know, um, I like to tease my California friends where I'm like, <laughs> you know what? Seven years into a drought, some other nature telling you you should probably leave. Um, <laughs> so, that's right. That's my stock response when I get the whole, it rains a lot in Seattle. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it, it sort of just hit all of those points. Um, well, that is fascinating in Fire Nation. What is going to be fascinating as well as the lightning round? So don't you go anywhere because we're going to take a quick minute, thank our sponsors and be right back at you. Knowing how to properly manage the projects that help your business grow is critical for your success, but delegating tasks, keeping your team on track, and following a timeline isn't always easy. That's why businesses rely on tools like I Done This to help. I Done This makes it easy to keep everyone in the loop so you don't have to sit in calls and in meetings catching up with people all day. With daily email reminders, progress summary reports, tags, and third-party integrations, I Done This helps your team focus on the work that matters. Matters most. And did you know that Harvard studies have found that teams using tools like I Done This every day are more motivated and have better long-term performance? See why teams at Twitter, Zappos, Shopify, and thousands more rely on I Done This to keep their teams in sync. You can get started today with a no-risk 14-day free trial. No credit card needed. Just visit idonethis.com slash fire. That's I-D-O-N-E-T-H-I-S dot com slash fire. Whether you're hiring a team member for the first time or the 20th, recruiting the right people can be stressful. There are so many job sites out there and so little time. That's why when it comes to hiring, we recommend ZipRecruiter.com. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites with a single click. We know from firsthand experience just how easy it is to find the perfect hire with ZipRecruiter. We just posted our job once and within 24 hours, we watched dozens of qualified candidates roll in to ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. The best part? There are no emails and no calls to juggle. Simply screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 800,000 businesses. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by using ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. And just one more time, try it free at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. JD, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I am. <laughs> what was holding <laughs> you back from becoming an entrepreneur? To be honest, I don't think anything was holding me back. Like I said, I was selling software in high school. I was selling candy before that. Um, you know, I've, I've, I actually see a lot of the times that the things that people think hold them back, you know, constraints breed creativity. Let's get it done. What is the best advice you've ever received? That you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? Running. I'm a terrible runner. I'm a plotter, <laughs> I like to say. But uh, a few years back now, about the time we actually started building the Raygun product, I started going for runs around the beautiful bays in, in Wellington, New Zealand, and getting that time away from the office to think and the physical just endorphins from running. It was great. I got great, great thinking done. Can you share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation? I was struggling on this one. My most recent tool, and I don't want it to seem lazy because you listed Evernote, is um is the OneNote product from, from Microsoft. I recently started using that on all my devices. It's like Evernote, um, but I kind of like it a lot more. Can you recommend just one book for our listeners? It's a challenge. I read a lot of books. The book that I recently read that I think would, 
would resonate well with entrepreneurs is Creativity Inc. by Ed Catmull, who's mm. the co-founder of uh, Pixar. And it's just a don't be put off thinking it's just about movies. It's actually a phenomenal management bible. JD, I want to end today how we started, which was on fire. So give us a parting piece of guidance. Share the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Sure. So I the, the best way there's two ways. If you want to send something long form, email me. I'm JD Trask, J D T R A S K at Raygun, R A Y G U N dot com. And I also am a big fan of Twitter. So on Twitter, I am TraskJD, T-R-A-S-K-J-D. In a parting piece of guidance. At the end of the day, all business, all technology, all of this stuff is personal. Um, it's all about the relationships. It's all about the people you're involved with. Why do we even get out of bed and do this stuff? Is If you boil it right back, it's always about the people in your life um, and the people you, you meet on the journey. So always take the, the time to appreciate those people around you and um, make sure that they, they know how much uh, they mean to you. Well, Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with JD and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to EO Fire. Just type John Daniel in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Best show notes in the biz, time stamped. Awesome stuff, Fire Nation. And of course, you can check him out, jdtrask at raygun.com. Shoot him that email. Find him on Twitter at TraskJD. It's right there waiting for you, Fire Nation, to take action. And JD, I want to thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you very much for having me. And Fire Nation, thank you so much for joining us today. Hope you enjoyed the little chat we had with JD. And if you've ever considered hosting your own podcast, Fire Nation, I have a free podcasting course for you that will guide you every step of the way from launch to monetization. It is waiting for you at freepodcastcourse.com. I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Whether you're hiring a team member for the first time or the 20th, recruiting the right people can be stressful. That's why when it comes to hiring, we recommend and use ZipRecruiter.com. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Are you looking for top quality lesson videos and practice questions that will help you prep for your next test? Magusha's online test prep is the easiest way to prep for the GRE, GMAT, LSAT, SAT, ACT, TOEFL, or Praxis. Visit magoosh.com, that's M-A-G-O-O-S-H.com, and get 20% off with promo code FIRE at checkout.